Wake up, John Doe, you're the hope of the world. It's like uh, an entire pub crawl based off of who again? Mrs. Roper. Mrs. Roper from yeah. the Ropers and Three's Company. As I as I understand it, yes. Okay, and then they do what now? They just pick a bunch of like pubs to go to dressed as her. Okay, and then what? I th- I don't know. It's just like the new murder mystery. It, do they do stuff there? Like. They just drink and act like Mrs. Roper. That's what I've never been to a pub crawl. So I have. Like I know there's like a Santa Claus one, right? I went to the. <laughs> 
what do they call it? I went to the Erin Express. Oh, no. Yeah, it was like one for this, uh, whatever it called. Did they just make it up when you got on the car or on the bus or whatever? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. I had it named that before we started. All right. No, dude, they do those, um, like, on St. Patrick's Day. I almost said St. Irish Day. The Marrakesh Express? Yeah. So, all right, so they dress, to Busan. they dress up like Mrs. Roper. They dress up like Mrs. Roper. And Which they, is like what? Like a, just a wig and like a dress, like a house coat dress? They call it a calf, a caftan. A caftan. I guess it's like a house dress. Uh, okay, so that's but, what you would call what Mrs. Roper would wear. Is a yeah, caftan. like a muumuu kind of thing. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. And then they put that on. And then they're supposed to any wear kind of like shoes. Cur- no, they didn't specify shoes, but they did say you should wear like a short-haired, curly wig, like red. Okay. Preferably red. She wasn't gray. I think she had red hair. Okay, Mrs. Rupe. All right, and it was curly. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then you just drink. That's and then the- you just drink. Okay. And if you're Santa Claus, if you're at the Santa Claus one, you just dress like Santa Claus and and just drink. Yeah, and you just. I think the Santas do like a running thing. It's, there's no running of the ropers. No, these bitches just get on a bus, I think, and and go from bar to bar. Okay, is this like an undercover way to get away with uh, trans people reading to children? <laughs> How? There's no kids in the bars. Yeah. I don't know. What if, if a man there. dressed up as Mrs. Roper yeah. and went to a school and was like, I'd like to read to the children in the library. <laughs> yeah, but Should just... Should he be able to do that? I don't know. What like, if he, what if he, he goes, clears all the clearances. What if he goes like, I'm going to do this, but just as one stop on my uh, pub crawl where I'm going to drink a lot. <laughs> I feel like you have to have you have to be the first stop. It's got to be pretty early, right? Yeah, yeah, at least the first, maybe second, but I would say first stop. <laughs> you probably shouldn't tie any on before you read to children. <laughs> um, I guess we should start the podcast. Uh, hey, everybody! Uh, welcome to another episode of Actual Comedy Presents, an actual podcast. I'm Angel Ace, and I'm Aaron, and uh, we have a jam-packed show ready for you today. Um, did I ask you this question in one of the other? Uh, episodes uh about the family matters crew go on no who do you think got the most strange from that show eddie no a thousand percent eddie eddie got the most strange yes no way one thousand percent first of all i would think it'd be harder for like the child actors no because he wasn't really a child for that long on the show like i feel like he got on the show probably like 16 17 yeah and then, you know. Still, I mean. I bet you he fucking, him and Felicia Rashad probably. Oh, no, wait, that was the bitch from. Well, we're talking, Hathi. we're talking, uh, we're talking quantity here. I think Harriet, I think Harriet. She got the most strange? I think she got the most strange. Wait, is strange any genitals? Yeah. Oh, 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 okay. Harriet then probably, yeah. Harriet, right? Or the grandma? Probably the grandma. Yeah, she was like an actress. Of, like age. She was like an actress before, right? Well, are you saying the strange was acquired because of the yeah, show? Yeah, 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 yeah. Just okay. from Family Matters. F- just from Family Matters. Yeah, yeah. Probably Rudy. 
Rudy. Or Ruthie, the youngest one. That they oh, she often. became a porn star, right? Yeah. Oh, shit. I forgot about that. Okay, but as not part of their career, she's not, you can't count her. No, you're mad because I was right. No, 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 ruled out because it's not fair because this is part of her job. You can't just rule somebody out God damn it, you right, added though. a rule later. Yo, the least probably Maybe was... Maybe Waldo Geraldo Faldo. He probably got a lot of strange. He did. Who, okay, out of all those... And then those, Laura's friend. Who was Laura's friend, like the Dizzy one? She probably got a lot of dick, too. The one who... Uh, strange, I'm sorry. The one who dated Waldo for a while? She, yeah, she dated Waldo. She used to wear uh, a lot of vests all the time. And she always... They always had, like, body-tight dresses on. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. But Laura always had, like, a little, like... Uh, like a vest or something over it. Yeah. But Max, Maxine. Is that her um, name? I think it was Maxine. Remember she got mad because Laura wanted to go to college and she got mad when she didn't like apply to like, oh, college. Oh yeah, because she wanted to go to beauty school. <laughs> yeah. And Laura's like, what are you, fucking idiot? <laughs> you better get your degree in the fucking uh, communicative arts or whatever. What does she go for? <laughs> does she say? They never say, no. Hmm. I did, how far do they even get into that show? Is she in college during the show? I think she went away. Wasn't she in? I know Eddie was in college because uh, Urkel was his uh, roommate, right? Yeah, but they don't really talk about what Laura was doing. Were they all at the same college? I think they were all at the same college, yeah. I don't know, that, that part of the series is honestly... They did that episode where uh, Urkel got stuck on that catwalk, right? Yeah, but that was before that. That was when they were in high school and they had that party where they like... Spiked the punch. No, no, no! Not when he was vehicle. drunk. Not when he was drunk. He got. They did. How many catwalks did that? They did two, cr- <laughs> two catwalks. <laughs> no. Yeah. There was more than one catwalk premise. Well, I don't There's know. There's a lot of fucking yeah. Yeah, Rachel did a catwalk. She was. That was the first one. I to think. To save Steve. Yeah, when she came in when he was drunk. And yeah. she was like, "What the fuck, guys?" But then that second one, it was him, Eddie, and uh, Waldo stuck on it. Remember? No. They were, like, supposed to throw a party in their apartment or something, and then they, like, stepped out onto the cat- the fire escape. Oh, the catwalk is, like, the thing along the edge. Yeah, catwalk is, I think, in a theater, in, like, a... The catwalk is the thing that models raft- walk on. That's like- where Sting used to come from. He used to come from the rafters. That's not a cat- catwalk. That's called something else. The rafters. The mezzanine. No, that's, like, the front of a building, right? Is that a catwalk up there? A catwalk, yeah. I always thought the catwalk was the fucking, like, the the runway that models walk on. Uh, no. No, what do they call that? That's called, uh... A runway? A cock of the walk or something. Whatever. Yeah. Anywho, so who got the most strange? It is the runway. Uh, yeah, it's definitely Harriet. I think the least amount, probably Reginald Vell Johnson. 100% but, Reginald Vell Johnson. But, but in his defense, probably because he didn't want any. Yeah, no, he was just obviously a good man. Yeah, he's just a good man. Good guy. <laughs> he was the he was the Dr. Huxable that nobody knew about. That's true. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, they all praised Dr. Huxable because he was a fucking doctor. Yeah. And even though I don't back the blue, I still think Carl Wendell was a better husband. Yeah, he was a good husband. Sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes he was a piece of shit. But. The only time he almost cheated, he like uh, was weird about it. Remember? And he was I like, don't think I can't he do was going to cheat. I think he was oblivious to the fact that this woman was was uh, hitting on him. That's what I'm saying. Like that yeah. was the only time that it got close to him cheating on Harriet, and it was when the chick started flirting with him, and he didn't know. And then when he found out, he started like spazzing out. Remember? He's oh like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I have a wife. Oh. <laughs> uh, 
You can't throw that much strange at Reginald Val Johnson. He's not programmed for that. He's not ready for it. Yeah, no. he will never be. But I'm shout good out for him. Shout out Reginald Val Johnson. I think we've shouted him out like on multiple. <laughs> He's in our intro. I'm still not sure if I didn't like ask you that question before. What? It, who got the most strange out? We've of never talked about it on the podcast. Who do you think out of all those sitcoms? Who do you think got the most strange? Like from like the ABC lineup. I don't even know who was on the ABC. We lineup. got uh, Family Matters. You got Boy Meets World. You got uh, fucking what's the Will Smith one? Fresh uh, Prince. Fresh of Prince. Yeah. You got uh, Step by Step. Step step fucking what was it? Who was the husband from Step by Step? He got a lot of strength. Oh uh, yeah, what was his name? He was in Dallas. Yeah, uh, he had uh, Alan Thick. He looked no. like Alan Thick a little bit. <laughs> you, you, he looks like an Alan Thick. Cody like probably him. got a lot of strange. Nah, well he probably did, but he probably didn't get it the way you're supposed to. He got in trouble, right? He got in trouble for like beating his wife or his girlfriend. Or oh something. shit, yeah. Wasn't he like he was in a lot of karate movies in the nineties? Was he? Yeah, Cody, the cousin from uh, Step by Step. He used to live in a van outside, right? Yeah, he lived in like his little trailer van outside. Then they try to make him like a um, like a Urkel kind, but like dumb. Like he would like come up with like inventions too. But like, yeah, yeah, he was like just dumb. Like it's he like, was. This smart. is a pizza cutter, dude. But and didn't he like end up having a thing for one of the girls? Mm, his cousins? No, because they weren't related. One of them was. This is probably where that whole fucking like stepsister porn shit. Oh, came from. yo, you're right. Because okay, so the premise of Step by Step was the dad of who the he had like he three had kids. He had a girl that was like boyish, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then and he then had two boys. Two boys. No, who had the one daughter with the black hair? I think K- K- Carol. Susan Sarandon. Sus- Suzanne Summers. Suzanne Summers. Yeah. She had two daughters, I think. And then the dorky son. And then the do- Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he had the... The do- daughter that was like... She was like Alex. She like played basketball and softball. And, and he stuff. had like the, the the sports jock son. Yeah. That was like... Uh, he looked like Buzz. Or the oldest kid from uh, Home Improvement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that he only had two. Okay, so they 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 meet, they get together, they move in, they yeah, blend their know, families. Yeah, I don't know what happened because they both like went on like solo vacations and came back married. Is that what happened? Like, I feel like they like went she to was Disney his hairdresser World. or something. No, she was just a hairdresser. Yeah, yeah, and she like hit on. Isn't the first episode like how they met or whatever? They met on vacation and then like came home married and like were telling their kids like surprise like. No. I just met somebody and we're like moving in with them. Okay, yeah. So they yeah. move in. It's like a Brady Bunch situation, and then uh, they introduce Cody, the cousin, who brings a van and lives in the van in their driveway. Yeah, I don't know who he was related to though. I think it was Suzanne Summers' family. So anybody from the dude's family was a uh, free game for him. No, I think it's the opposite because I feel like he was hitting on Karen and like the bitchy blonde one a lot. Really? Oh, I feel like, do I remember that? I feel like he was because I think that rounds out like him that the dude having like three like kids around. Oh, yeah, yeah, you know yeah. I mean? Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, man, that show sucked. Step by step. And I think I like that one the most for some reason at the time. Like looking back. Probably because it was, like, the most, like, progressive, like, fucking, uh, what was, not Family Matters. What was the other one? Was the ABC lineup a full house? Oh, yeah. Was that part of it? 
Yeah, for a while, I think. Fucking that was always John boring Stamos. as shit to me. I never well, liked that show. Dave Coulier got uh, Alanis Morissette. Oh, shit. So. Who, yeah, but she also pulled Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, that's true. So. But. Ryder Strong. Oh, shit. Yeah, he probably got the most strange. He, he probably got the most B. strange. All those uh, guys were in Team B. Wait, oh, no, no. JTT. We, I was just about to say JTT. <laughs> he beat them all. You know, I got to... Uh, Unless he was gay, because I heard that he might be gay. No, he's not gay. Are he, you sure? Yeah, he's a fa- he got a family. He, he loves his family. Mm-hmm. Uh, You know, everybody at... So did Abraham Lincoln. Everybody at my job has, uh like, decorations and, sit and shit, and they're, like, uh section of the office where they work yeah and for the longest time uh the cubicle wall that i like sit in front of was just completely blank because i liked it that way (laughs) i like to leave like the least amount of uh impression in a place when i go in and when i go out um she's like a ghost yeah yeah yeah. but like people got pictures of their kids and fucking you know what i mean It's, it's it's adorable so uh, I decided to put up a picture of uh, something that was very, very personal and close to me. And it was one of my idols, uh, Jonathan Taylor Thomas. And I, <laughs> I got a picture of him. But as an adult. Because, was it signed? No, 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 no. It's just, uh, it was wasn't it even. Like team beat? No, no, no. It was like a paparazzi picture of him like walking two dogs or something. He's <laughs> oh, like, like as an adult? He's like an adult. Yeah, because it'd be too creepy to have him like as a, like, I don't want a child jonathan taylor thomas just like pinned up in my cubicle yeah but that was when he was at the hottest yeah but like people won't get that if they're just walking by you know what i mean so <laughs> just gonna be like, you gotta be like you know that's no, adult jonathan like, taylor thomas son. and they're like why why do you have a picture of that guy be like, because he was a man it was either him or devin sawa and i couldn't make the decision i should have went with devin sawa just because he was uh interested. i would have gone with devin sawa yeah yeah idle hands Idle hands, fucking the Chucky. New Chucky. Yeah, Devin. I did not see a comeback for him. Maybe I'll change it. And he wasn't he in uh, Final Destination too? In the first one, he was yeah, in he also was. Also in Now and Then, because De- I remember he ran around naked in it. Devin Sawa. And he was the fucking um, Casper. Oh, he was. Can I keep you? Yeah. He was Casper. Uh, oh fuck. That just turned me on. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think I might have to take it down and put the adult Devin Sawa up there. Yeah, put that out there. Yeah. I'll get the picture of him shirtless in the Chucky. Remember he took off his shirt when he was a priest? In the Chucky Oh, yeah, series? and he was, like, ridiculously ripped. Yeah, he was, like, super priest. ripped. Yeah, I'll, I'll get that picture and print it out. It's printed out on my office printer, by the way, so it's in black and white <laughs> and on office paper. I, f- I feel like you should put up a picture of Steven Seagal. Yeah. No, I've had that song that he did as my... Uh, profile song on facebook for like oh, 10 yeah, years already yeah, that's enough representation <laughs> you don't want to oversaturate the market yeah that's true um do you want to talk about uh what you did this past week oh yeah pretty interesting uh, pretty interesting um so i've had my my second week of entrance back into the stand-up world hey so we did a show and shout out my friend ava ava vitality she's a yoga teacher and a bartender uh, she put on a show at Barnaby's and it was really fun. Barnaby's of Aston. Barnaby's uh, Aston. Shout, shout out. out. They w- it was a great show. Uh, 
every comedian that was there killed it. Uh, it was my first time seeing like uh, most of them, but it was my I think second or third time seeing Shaner, and he killed it. Shane, uh, I, I literally was laughing before he started the jokes. I'm like, <laughs> literally, not many people get me like laughing like that. Yeah, like, yeah, and so, Lump killed it. It was great. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, shout out Ava, uh, and the management there. Yeah, everybody was super cool, and like I think they even took care of all the comics they, they, really good. Yeah, they taped the whole show, and they're gonna like give it to us. Oh, that's dope. Which is awesome. That's pretty cool. So, but yeah, yeah so, so you, hopefully that'll become a thing, like maybe regularly. Yeah, so you went back there uh, this week to do a show. Yeah. And uh, it was a good time. It was amazing. I had a really fun time, and. Um, you know how to take the day off of work to prepare. Yeah, yeah. So I'm going to have to figure out to, like, manage my time a little bit better, which is hard. Yeah. But it was it was really fun. Uh, I thought I was going to be way more nervous than I was. Yeah. Yeah, but it was cool. That seems like it, it would be, like, a normal thing. Yeah, now I feel like I'm back on a bike. Yeah. Know? I probably still have the training wheels on, but, you know. Speaking of bikes, a guy crashes. Oh motorcycle shit! Motorcycle. I didn't even think of how great of a segue that was, <laughs> which he would have been safer on. <laughs> there was this guy that, like, as soon as I got off the stage, we walked like right outside, out back, and we were like standing by, like, I don't know, it was like a thing of steps and like a little alcove or whatever. And this man drives by and like falls off on a motorcycle and falls off of it. And yeah, I let's point out he didn't come from the restaurant or the bar. He was coming. I think he pulled in. To, like, check his, like, motorcycle, like, in the parking lot. Oh. And then he, like, pulled back around to pull back out. Oh, shit. And then as he was pulling out, he fucking he, took like, a spill. He, hit the curb or something <laughs> and fell spill. off. There was, like, shit pouring out of the bike. Yeah, yeah. He, he, I think he lost, like, the brake handle and, like, a, like one of the pedals or something on it. Yeah. It was pretty fucked up. But I, my initial reaction was to run over to see if he was okay. Yeah. And you held me back from of that. Of course. Of course, yes. Because I was like, well, what if he's, like, hurt, you know? Right, yeah. And what was your thought? My thought was it was a trap. <laughs> and I thought it was hilarious that uh, me and uh, Lump were the only uh, uh, people of color, let's say, there. <laughs> and both of us, like, we're just like, nah, nah, nah. Just like, you know, it'll be all right. Yeah, like, he'll figure it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just come back over here. Just chill over here. Everything yeah, it was over definitely there, two white guys that went to help him up. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't and get were, to them in they time. They were both very concerned with his safety. Yeah. And I was, too. I was like, dude, that motherfucker's got to be in the creek there's no way he's good to drive yeah and uh <laughs> you guys were just like whatever yeah i mean it, it, it was all right he got back up <laughs> he got back out there how many times has that type of shit happened in our like relationship you think where i've like wanted to jump up to help somebody and you were like chill 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 a lot yeah a lot <laughs> that's happened a lot <laughs> i would say uh <laughs> I don't Every keep time a running there was, like, tally. A fight outside an open mic and like. <laughs> yeah, that. Well, that day, like, there was so much shit on my plate. I was like, all right, I gotta get this equipment safe because I can't afford to replace this shit. So James <laughs> Magalini is pulling up his car into a riot. <laughs> so as soon as he gets here, I have to rush out, put all the equipment in his car so he can get out of there safely. So then I can say I'm not responsible for this equipment anymore. Then I have to go inside, apologize to the fucking restaurant and bar owner staff for yeah. all the shit that's going on and then by the time i'm done that then i'd be able to i'm able to go outside and then everything was done by then right yeah yeah but that was that one situation fucking there was a time outside of my old apartment where we were walking and there was a uh, a car in the parking lot and the trunk was open 
yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember this. And I think like me and like 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 two other people were like, no, no, let's just stay away from that. And you, who was it, Mike Fox? Yeah. We we're like uh, and Cody. Yeah, we were like, let's just go. Three close white it. people were like, we should just close it for yeah, that guy. Let's just close the trunk. It's fine. And he <laughs> and must you guys have like, no, no, trap. Like, nah, dog, don't go near that shit. What's your problem? What is that? I don't know. Is it a white knighting thing? Is it like, is it the white person's like sense of uh, like guilt over like their ancestors and uh, they need to like go help, or is it like? an ego thing so they can turn around and be like oh look I helped this guy maybe I don't know like what is it that keeps you from helping people uh the knowledge that most of the time people that get involved in that shit end up regretting it like 10 seconds afterwards (laughs) (laughs) I'm not trying to wait with this person while an ambulance comes or whatever (laughs) I'm trying to go the fuck home (laughs) Jesus. Yeah. I know. Like, I feel that, though, as yeah. a nurse, honestly. Uh, I feel that. <laughs> What's well, your job to, like, but, to, like, like, I guess it's hard action. to, like, turn it off on the weekends or whatever? It is. You but took that's off the of work thing. I only day. I took off of work. But the only, the only reason I thought I wanted to be a nurse was the, like, the adrenaline that gets into you that wants you to jump into action was, like, my only, like, motivating factor. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this means this is what I'm supposed to do for a living. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know? And I'm like, oh, no, that's just adrenaline. And you only work off of fight or flight, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. I, I, like, I feel like I'm a... What do you think they're trying to trick you into? I don't know, man. I don't want to fucking find out. <laughs> I'm not trying to fuck around, and I'm not trying to find out. <laughs> All right. I mean, I guess that does make, it, make sense. But, but the caveat to that is... If I could find out from a safe distance, <laughs> then I might, you know, do a little fucking around just to, you know, see what happens. Like prank calls are fine? Yeah, just leave a banana in the middle of a road. Yeah, I'm like, just walk. See if a guy on a motorcycle comes by. And <laughs> there was no banana either. This guy just fucking fell right off. I um, just, uh, it was just funny because right before we started recording, we were watching this, I don't know, what was it, like Neighborhood Wars or some shit? Yeah. And there was a video of this dog that was like 12 stories up that was like falling off of a balcony. Yeah, yeah. And like the neighbor on the 11th floor climbed like outside of the safe part onto the catwalk. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a catwalk. It's a dog walk, whatever. Uh, it was the side of a building. <laughs> It was off the side of their um, balcony. Balcony. Yeah, he climbed over the side but of the. But I thought they called that little ledge part a catwalk. Now that I'm thinking about it, because only a cat could walk on that. I don't think they're supposed to. Yeah, but I think they just call it that because it's like. Yeah. Only a cat can walk on that. <laughs> anyway, my point was, you were like, "That's the type of shit I would do <laughs> to be to climb out of your 11-story safe place." To save a dog? To save a dog I on would. the 12th floor. I'd save a dog, yeah. Yeah, but yeah. What if the fucking neighbors aren't home, so now you got somebody else's dog. Well, and now you got to climb back down. No, I'm not going to climb back down. I'm going to climb through their apartment. If they get mad at me, then I'm going to chastise them for leaving their dog outside and almost falling out of the window or whatever. Ch- chastise? I'm going to ch- uh, chastity bono them. <laughs> No, it's Chaz, right? I might not even leave. I'll just sit on their couch with their dog and make their dog love me. 
Oh yeah, just that's pet, the worst revenge. Just pet it like the right way, like behind the ears, and yeah. then when they come home and like, look, let's uh, pick. Let's your dog pick. See who the dog wants to go with. My dogs never come like that for me. <laughs> um, yeah, but yeah, fun experience. It uh, was fun, and I have like so many new good bits like in my brain. Yeah, if I can just get them out of my mouth in a cohesive way, will be great. Like that's my worst problem is like I remember all the funny, uh, like what's it, like concepts. Yeah. But like I forget the tags, and then I'm like. Yeah, you'll get it with repetition. I know, but that's the problem. I hate repetition. Yeah. Well, you gotta. Like I, every time I go to a new mic, I want to try something new. So I'm like, yeah. you know, you gotta uh, figure out a way to sprinkle in the repetition so it's not boring. That's true. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna get back into. I was waiting until you got done this one, I, but I had to itch this whole time. You did. Yeah. I was uh, like, God damn, I want to. And you could have been on the show because Ava asked if you would do it. I know. Shout out Ava. I. Shout out Ava. I yeah. just wanted to. Uh, I wanted this to be about you. I wanted wow. to. I didn't want to take the spotlight off of your glorious return to the stage. Aww. But, but, I'm itching, baby. Hell yeah. I'm itching. You get that itch scratch. I got. I gotta. I gotta get an itch. You gotta get you scratched up. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's been a crazy week though. Uh, celebrity wise, uh, you want to get into some uh, news? Uh, yeah, who do we start with? Well, let's start with the Danny Masterson, Ashton Kutcher stuff. So I think last week we talked about, uh, did we talk about Mila yeah, Kunis? Yeah, we talked about Danny's sentence, uh, being 30 years. Okay, and did we talk about ratings. the, did we talk about the letters that he, uh, the judge received from, like, his friends yeah, or Mila whatever? Yeah, Mila Kunis, Ashton, basically everybody from the 70s show wrote for him, right? Yeah, except for, uh. The Topher Grace? Yeah, what's his name on the, uh, Foreman? Um, Eric? Yeah, yeah Foreman. Eric Foreman. Yeah, he's the only one that didn't write one. <laughs> he didn't want none of that heat. Um, yeah, so uh, apparently Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis and a bunch of the other people received a lot of online backlash for sending those letters because they didn't think that those letters would be released to the public, they said. Uh, they recorded some video that was, like, really staged, like, rehearsed it was right? funny because did you see the thing after they recorded that video it was like a picture from um like i don't know like home and garden or something where they had had like some sort of like editorial thing done about like the way their house looks yeah and somebody like pointed to like where next to their pool they had yeah, like a like, gazebo that was like wooden yeah over they were there. trying to make it look like inconspicuous like not like they were like like making this video from some like rich ass house yeah yeah and it was just funny to see it like like from like a like a you know, like, what is that called? Uh, it was like a zoomed out space. To yeah, see, yeah. Like, where they were doing that video from made it even more hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, she was so clearly reading off of cue cards. Yeah, she was. It was, like, really hard to watch. Yeah, and Ashton Kutcher felt like he, it does feel like he memorized his lines, but it was so rehearsed. Yeah. How many times do you think you, they made that video? Oof, a couple times. But you know, <laughs> like... decided which one to send out. No, because you know what happened. You know, like, right off camera, there was, like, 20 people, like, waiting, like... You know what I mean? Like, th these three people are, like, the lawyers for this person, and these three people are, like, the lawyers for that person, and they got to make sure that their eyes are looking a certain... You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It has to be cleared before it's, like, released to social media Right, and, and they shit. can't say anything too bad about but Danny Masterson because he might hold some secrets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was... So, uh, did we go over that conspiracy theory? No, let's theory? talk about that because I, I want to hear more about that. So, uh... 
anyway, Ashton Kutcher was one of the biggest ones that got a backlash uh, from sending those letters. And uh, one of the things that people brought up was the fact that he was on an episode of that show Punked. Mm-hmm. And I guess he had Hillary Duff on there. And she was like 16 at the time. And he was talking about, uh, there's like a clip of him saying this. He's like talking about how uh, she's part of the club of uh, girls that people can't wait till they turn 18 or some shit oh, like that. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I saw that meme. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, that was the first thing. And then, well, the conspiracy theories that I've been reading online is that... Uh, you remember a couple of years ago he uh, had to go in front of a court to testify because he was dating some girl that got murdered by some guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So apparently the story was that he like was supposed to go on a date with this girl. She didn't show up. He goes to her like apartment or house or whatever. He tries to like get in. He can't. He leaves. And uh, she ends up... Uh, I don't know how the fuck they discover. I don't know if he like called the cops or whatever. But... They discover she yeah, was murdered. Yeah, there's a lot of holes in that story. Yeah, it's really weird. The, so the whole story's weird, but supposedly he he had nothing to do with it. He had an alibi. But or the whatever. yeah, but the conspiracy theory is that he got freaked out that his fingerprints were all over the door because he said he tried to open the door and that it was locked or some shit like that. So yeah. he was like scared that he was gonna get like dragged into this like murder thing so he called up or texted danny masterson and asked him for like his advice because danny masterson had like uh ties to uh cleaners like people that can clean up your like uh social image from like the scientology days got you so supposedly out of scientology who danny masterson yeah no he's still in it damn they really didn't protect him i don't know if they release a statement when one of their people goes down that he's do they like excommunicate them you think i don't know yeah i don't know how that works so anyway so you think that do you think that's true i don't know it's compelling it makes it makes more sense than what the official story is that they're saying wait i thought like you were saying that the story was he got to the girl's house actually got in and that she was murdered that's what they were saying and that, then like, he was freaked he, out that he, he was inside there he like admitted in the conversation with Danny Masterson that he like found the body and didn't call the cops because he didn't want to be like involved or some shit like that. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't know anything about that. It could be totally made up. It makes more sense than what they're saying currently happened, but yeah. Like what are like how, first of all, how are the cops called? Like, yeah, whatever. Um, but anyway, yeah, he's been facing backlash from that. Uh, people online have been like fucking ripping them apart and like, uh, showing, like, old interviews of, like, the cast, like, fucking Wilmer Valderrama saying, like, some pretty gross shit on uh, the Howard Stern show. Wasn't he dating, like, Lindsay Lohan when she was 17 and he was, like, 28? Yeah, he, like, fucked up her life and Demi Lovato's life. And I think every girl that was, like, famous that he dated, he, like, fucked them up mentally somehow. Yeah, yeah. Um, But anyway, so they've been coming to Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis, his wife, uh, Pretty hard the past couple weeks, or the past, like, week. Uh, So he had, this just happened today. He resigned as the chairman of the board of uh, a company called Thorn, which is the anti-child sex abuse organization that he co-founded in 2009 with his then-wife, Demi Moore. Oh, shit. Uh, His current wife, Mila Kunis, also stepped down from her role as an observer on the organization's board. So they had uh, 
specific roles in this anti-child sex abuse uh, organization. And I guess because of the backlash that they're getting from this Danny Masterson shit, they decided to step down. What? Yeah, I don't know. So, like, we got accused of some shit, so let's stop doing charity work? Well, yeah, they don't want to be associated, I guess, with that. <laughs> with any kind of abuse? Yeah, yeah. Um, Ashton Kutcher, who admitted to, uh, what, a, a tongue-kissing Mila Kunis when she was, like, 14? <laughs> like, as a bet or some shit? I think Danny Masterson bet him. I think he said he bet him, like, $20 to, like, tongue-kiss her on camera or some shit. She was like, I've never been kissed like that before. Oh, shit. Because she was 14. <laughs> Did, well, she lied to get it on the show, right? Yeah, It was I think, her fault. She yeah, asked yeah. for it. Yeah, she asked for it. Like, um, yeah, that's wild. I've, I really wonder what this... The, that murder story is the craziest thing of anything. I can't believe we're focused on anything else, honestly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like... Like, I mean, it's terrible that Danny Masterson did that shit, but, like, a bitch got murdered. <laughs> well, I wonder if Demi Moore is still part of that organization, because she, remember, she got in trouble recently? Because oh, yeah. footage surfaced of her at that uh, party for that, like, Jewish kid. I think she was at, like, a, what do you call those? The brisses? The, when they're, like, a man? Uh... Well, the bris is when the um the rabbi like cut your yeah penis. not that one. What's the one where they like uh, oh bat bat mitzvah bar mitzvah yeah I think she's at like a kid's bar mitzvah and uh she like on camera like kisses the kid on the mouth damn and the kid is pretty young <laughs> I would say probably younger than like fourteen Ooh. yeah yeah and she was uh, obviously drunk but she's you know people were like hey it's it's a big movie star at the time, and she probably made that kid's day. And it's like, yeah, but at the end of the day, she kissed a child on the mouth. <laughs> yeah. Put t- she put her tongue in his mouth. It's kind of weird. Oh, did she, like, French kiss him? Yeah, dude. Oh. Yeah, it's really weird. Yeah, that's super weird. Yeah. I don't know. Those people are all weird and creepy. It's like... Katy Perry kissed that kid in fucking on American Idol. Oh, yeah. Remember that? Yeah. He was like a Christian. He said he like never kissed a girl or something. And she was like, what? You never kissed? And then she got out off stage and... And ran up and kissed him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like and, she was doing some huge favor for him? Yeah, but like, I think... Was he into chicks, though? Because I don't <laughs> think he would like appreciated that. Yeah, I don't think he was like really impressed. Yeah, yeah. He was like, what the fuck? I came here to sing. Ugh. That's pretty much what all these guys say when they try and interview for a boy band, though, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, speaking of Katy Perry, her her ex, Russell Brand, is also being canceled. Do you see that? I saw, basically, he's the only one I really don't know what happened with. So, uh, I wrote down a couple of notes. Uh, he's been accused of rape, sexual assault, and abuse. Four women, including one who was just 16 at the time, made allegations of the comedic actor that allegedly occurred during a seven-year period at the height of his fame uh, between 2006 and 2013. Um, so that was, like, right around uh, Get Him to the Greek. Oh. You know what I mean? That's when he was still fucked up? He was a presenter for BBC Radio 2 and Channel 4 over in the UK. Uh, and then he was, like, in a bunch of Hollywood movies. Uh, what was that movie he did with Jason Segel? Uh Oh, it was like some island movie or something. Yeah, Mila Kunis was in it too. Well, oh yeah, is it like the, one of those ones where like he steals like the guy's wife or something like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know what it was called, but fuck. I know what you're saying. Yeah, the movie's all right. Um, 
he's denied the allegations and he said that all his relationships have been consensual. Uh, the 16-year-old was apparently in a consensual, air quote, relationship with Bran uh, when he was 31 years old. What? Uh, Bran is currently 48, uh, posted a statement on his YouTube channel where he accused the mainstream media of a coordinated attack and said that there's witnesses whose statements contradict the narratives of the victims. Mm -hmm. uh, the 16-year-old described situations such as being taken out of school early so she can go to his house, and uh, one particular situation where a taxi driver tried to convince her not to go into Russell Brandt's house because uh, he felt guilty that she was so young. And he was like, uh, I have a daughter that's like about your age. Uh, please don't go in that house. What? <laughs> and she was like, no, I'm fine. He's like, I'll take you home. I won't charge you for the ride, please. Like, hmm. I got to say something because I would want somebody to say something if my daughter was in this situation. <laughs> and she was like, nah, it's fine. <laughs> I don't know. What do you think? You believe that? Mm. He's the only one I kind of don't believe. I don't know if I believe because he's the one that's trying to like talk so much shit about the deep state. Yeah, that I could feel, I could see them honestly. You know what though? He's shit. also had a history of uh, being a a scuzzball really? when it comes to. Oh, like, I don't know. Apparently, that's been like a open secret in the Hollywood world since, I guess, since two thousand thirteen. Um, like, what does that mean? That like people know, like if you're like a woman. Don't go near him because he might do something weird against your will. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I guess like his character and get him to the Greek. That's just him in yeah. real life. He just needs a uh, a fur wall so he could just stroke that and just be cool. <laughs> Meanwhile, he's like the one that's like talking about like don't take vaccines and like what the government. I think doing. he just did Tucker Carlson. <laughs> it's crazy, right? Yeah, that is crazy. Yeah, I don't know. It's four women, though, and it's a result of, like, an independent, like, uh, uh, news organization, like, three different news organizations. Like, they went out and, like, interviewed all these ladies, so. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I mean, you never know. You think he's going to go to jail if they find him guilty of some shit? How he said it was all consensual. How guilty? Um, if, like, at the time, if he was 31 and these girls were, what, 16? Only one of them was 16. The other ones were, I think, above age. And what did they say you did? I'm sorry. Uh, let me go back. Um, oh, yeah. Rape, sexual assault, and abuse. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. He was, like, into, like, S&M shit and, like... I guess. That's the thing. Like, you gotta know the safe words, bitch. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um... Do you want to talk about Drew Barrymore? Oh, yeah, this bitch. Um, what happened with yeah, that? It's funny because when we were talking about her having a stalker mm -hmm. and we were talking about her show and I literally said, isn't she kind of a scab for continuing with this show during the writer's strike? Yeah. And I don't, somehow we just glazed over it. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. So she just announced that her show was going to resume, like, I think next week. And all these people are pissed at her for, like, basically, like, breaking the... Record, like, making people work during the strike? Uh, well, I, get, I don't know how, how it works as far as, like, who's writing for her and if she's hired scabs or what whatever. Oh, okay. But she was like, you know, this situation is very nuanced and, like, my show is, like, like a lot of people's jobs that aren't really related to the strike and... I feel like if we could film th live through COVID, 
then we can, like, keep one foot in front of the other, like, during this, is basically what she said in her apology video. Okay. She's like, I know this is never going to be right to people who don't believe it's right, and I really don't know what else to say other than, like, I'm taking full responsibility for this, and we're moving forward. So they just call them scabs because they're not part of the union? Is yeah, that what it basically, is? Yeah, basically, yeah. So they're like, everybody that's part of the union can't work as a writer right now. But if you're not part of the union, you can work as a writer? Yeah, and you got to figure there's probably not that many writers on her show. Yeah. Really, if it's like a talk show, they probably don't have that many people. You got to have like a bits, little bit like but to fill up the time, right? Like or maybe she thinks she's funny enough that she doesn't need writers. Or maybe you, like you need writers to like punch up like interview questions that you're going to ask like Well, either way, I don't know if she's moving forward with different writers or if she's just not using cuz like I think she's thinking more about like other people that work for the show that aren't writers like, you know, like lighting people, camera people. Yeah, 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 you know, there's like, so all much. that kind of shit that there's like, so much aren't that goes part of the union. Yeah. That can't work because of like this strike or that strike. So, but at the same time, like is she are the actors still on strike? Uh, I don't know. I haven't honestly looked into that. Because, like, that's why it. I was saying is she is a scab by doing a talk show. Oh, because she's an actor. she's an actress. Well, but does that count as acting if it's that's a reality show? Yeah. It's so, like, that's why she was, like, saying, oh, this is so nuanced and all this shit. So. Yeah, yeah. I think that it's, like, it's literally cutting hair, splitting hairs or whatever, which is, uh, it's kind of hilarious. But does at she, the same time, like. Does she interview Saddam Hussein? <laughs> did she? I don't think so. He was dead before she uh, got a. Before she got a uh, a fucking sitcom or whatever. Saddam Hussein. Didn't Saddam Hussein die like twenty years ago? Yeah, but she was still she had E. T. when he was in power, I think. I don't think they let five year olds interview fucking communist dictators. They should. <laughs> that would have been a way better show. Why are you so angry, Mistel? <laughs> Yeah, Drew Barrymore. She uh, she was a child star, wasn't she? Wasn't yeah, she famous? Wasn't like... she in that Firestarter movie when she was like three or four or something? Yeah, she wrote like a book where she said she was like uh, addicted to alcohol and cocaine, but by the time she was like twelve or something. Yeah, like yeah, she was definitely doing coke at like ten. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, yeah, uh, seems to be a a pretty union heavy uh fall that we're going into huh yeah everybody's uh unionizing and striking the uh is, the auto industry is uh their stopped production as of what on friday yeah so what i guess it's like the three biggest automakers in america like all their workers decided to walk out I guess. Is that what happens? Do they walk out or? Yeah, because I guess they want to like renegotiate whatever contracts that like the basic minimums that they can get. Because they're saying that like a lot of these uh, new cars are being like automated by like factory shit. So you kind of don't need like okay. humans to do it. But it's kind of it's kind of the same thing of what the writers and the actors are striking for, for the AI shit. Because they're like. Well, I guess you kind of don't need actual physical people to do this acting anymore if you could just feed it into an algorithm and it just creates the thing visually for yeah, you. Yeah, and you already have, like, all of, like, the measurements and, like, the looks of all the people that you're using already. Yeah, yeah. You just feed that into it, make it do the thing that you want it to. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. Honestly, like, 
drain the swamp in a ho- Hollywood to me. Like okay. just fucking get rid of it. I'm I my my ideas by like okay. you know. Well, um um like for what? Like Like just... all of entertainment. It's like Okay. It's like I feel like Hollywood thinks they got the lock on fucking like audio, visual, whatever entertainment. Yeah. And yeah. it's like why don't we just decentralize that? Well, I mean, you're starting to see Little things like uh, Tyler Perry got his own studio in uh, Georgia, Atlanta, I think. Do so are his actors in the the union or does he? I don't know how that see, works. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I don't know how that works. It's really weird. It's like the fucking mob with yeah, the yeah. unions in Philly, where they're like, you can't work on these houses unless you're part of a union. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, true. In my and in my opinion, like in some ways unions help people because, you know, it it creates a standard of living. Yeah. But then in other ways it kind of like fucks other people. Right. So, yeah. I don't know. Like just like let cuz everybody else is clawing to get in to try these different like platforms or different types of jobs. Yeah. Like if you're going to strike, let them have a chance. I don't know. That's kind of my... Is that, like, being a scab? Well, but that's the thing. So, like, are the people that are not part of the union that are doing these jobs, are they volunteering for their likeness to be used by these, like, AI things in the future? I don't... See, that's what I think the problem is. Yeah. Again, like, she, like it's nuanced. I'm not saying I agree with Drew Barrymore, but... If they do all that stuff, like, you know, how they do in, like, a green screen movie where you put on one of those seats, 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 suits, Christ, suits like, with the all the little balls. dots on it, yeah. yeah, you know what I mean? Like, does it say anywhere in their contract that, like, they can use their likeness in other things? And, yeah. like, it just was never really, like, nobody really thought I about it? I guess they never really thought about it, so they never included that shit into the contracts. Yeah, so. because I bet you when people think about it, they think about it as, like, a hologram, the way they were doing with, like, fucking Michael Jackson and, like, yeah, people yeah. that died. Yeah, but now, and, like, yeah. all these famous people, like, Tom Hanks came out and said that he was, like, his likeness can be used, like, even after he dies. Remember that? Like he came, hmm. he did some interview like a couple months ago, and he was like, you know, uh, even after I die, like you'll still see me like appear in a couple movies because I gave them permission to use my in likeness. In specific things, though, but does that yeah. mean anybody can just use his I likeness? Guess what happens can is, can you put Tom Hanks in like a gay porn? Well, I think what happens is these actors start like businesses based off of their names, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like the estate of. Whoever, like Tom Hanks in this situation. Or, like, freaking, what's his name? The guy with the puppets. Yeah, whatever. So, like, the guy probably writes a will and says, like, after I die, this person is going to be the one that's in charge of this estate. So that person gets to choose what that person gets to, like, appear in. You know what I mean? So it's possible that we could see a virtual Tom Hanks and a gay porn in the future, (laughs) but... The only way that it'll happen is if somebody that's in charge of his estate will like sell the rights to the gay the gay porn company. And Chet Hayes is gonna Chet do Hayes, that. Yeah, so it's, it might happen. Whoa, that was a fucking callback from <laughs> the beginning of this. Um, but like talking about like the unions and shit. Like when I worked at Chop, mm-hmm. I was in a union. It was eleven ninety nine C union. It was 
I started as a file clerk, so I wasn't part of the union, but then I started to work for the main hospital. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I became part of the union, and it included unit clerks, like the people that, like, work at the desks on the different units of the hospital. Uh-huh. People, like, uh, SNAs, which were, like, nurses assistants. Mm-hmm. And, like, environmental services or janitors. Okay. That was the union. And I don't know if it was all the hospitals in Philadelphia but it was a collective bargaining thing where, yeah. yeah, it was. But like, literally, you couldn't get fired. Like, you could literally do whatever the fuck, and like, I mean, unless it was blatant, you could like, because anytime like they try to like call you, it's you know how like they say never talk to a cop without an attorney or whatever. Yeah, the union says a representative. Yeah, down. if you get like t- tried to talk to about anything, the union will send a representative, and they're there as like your lawyer. Yeah. And they can't really do anything to fuck with you once yeah. you're in the union. So, like, in a way that's good, but in a way that's me, it could be taken advantage of, you know? Yeah. (laughs) Well, in that particular situation, that's like a big hospital system, right? Well, it was just, I don't know if it was CHOP and then Pennsylvania Hospital. I don't, it must have been all, the 1199C, I guess I could do some um, research on, because they're unionized. But the nurses who work at CHOP aren't unionized. Okay. They're paid by the company. Okay, yeah. Um, but I just saw a fucking uh, ad that said that the CHOP CEO in 2021 made $7.7 million. That was an advertisement? It was like, not an advertisement, it was an, uh, not, whatever, what do you call it? it like an, an article? article? Okay. Article, advertisement, whatever, the same <laughs> shit. Same shit, yeah. Um, but it was a whole write-up saying that she made, like, $5.6 million worth of bonuses, and, um, I guess in total was, like, $7.7 million. As the CEO of a... As the CEO of a non-profit local health system. Wow. Um, and the $5.6 million was the largest pay ever for a local health system CEO. Mm. Get this. Her 2021 pay was more than discount, I'm sorry, was more than what was the non, um. Get it out. Oh my God, can I, can you please just smack this fucking, I don't know what it is out of my face. <laughs> it's not working, it's like something's tying my tongue together. All right, blah, so okay, I got she it. made a lot of money. Why though? If In this the, is a okay, so this five point six million dollars was more that they had given than they had given to charitable free services in okay. the previous three years. So it's like extra money. Yeah. Yeah, and they're supposed to write that like to other charities, right? But they're their own charity. Right? Oh, okay. That's how you do it. Because I remember when I worked there, they tried to get like all the employees to like sign something that would like you were donating like a certain amount of your paycheck to to chops. Nonprofit organization. Choppy choppy your pee pee. Yeah. It was pretty fucked up. I'm pretty. I I'm like I was there, bef- like when there when I worked there, I looked up to see how much the CEO made, and it was like three hundred thousand. Okay. That was like their base. Yeah. This was in like I was there from like two thousand. Uh, well, you don't have to say. It doesn't matter. Whatever. But I the, was there till like, 2010. So a nonprofit's like, CEO can raise the amount that they get every year? Yeah, because like, when supposed you to be have caps. a nonprofit organization, you have, like, a board of directors, right? Maybe that's why they call it a budget. bonus. 
But like, but people that work for profit companies get bonuses as well. So how do yeah. they? I mean, they tax bonuses forty percent. So maybe that's why like other things that they're getting monetized aren't taxed. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like because when I was working there, they came up with a vaccine uh, for some stomach bug called like the Rotavax or some shit like that. Mm. And because they'd made so much money from selling this vaccine, every employee in the hospital got two thousand dollars. Damn. But they taxed it forty percent, so it was like twelve hundred. But it was still free money. Yeah, I'm so, trying. I'm trying to get some of that vaccine money. You feel me? They also made us all take the vaccine. Ooh. And at the time, I didn't give a shit. It was it was a flu vaccine. Oh, okay. So I was like, whatever, yeah. you know. But there were people that were fired for not, t- and people in the union that were fired for not taking it. Mm. And that's what kind of freaked me out about the COVID vaccine. My body, my choice, buddy. <laughs> Yeah, well, their union reps weren't strong enough to fight against that, mm. which is wild. But, uh, yeah, so their CEO, they're supposed to cap whatever their, like, yearly amount that they bring in is. Which, like, 300000 in what in the early 2000s, to me, that rhymed, uh, that seemed like a whole lot of money. Yeah. Now it's like, eh, you know. It's good, right? You know, like, it, it's a decent amount of money, but it's not, like, holy shit. Yeah, yeah, true. You know, like, you can quickly outlive that. Yeah. It's just one year, though. No, but per year. So if you're a salaried employee at that much per year, and then, like, what, like, 15 years later? Yeah. They've now... So the 5.6 was her bonus, so she made 7 point... She had her million dollars... She, she's making $2.1 million a year as a set salary, mm. which is like, how do they increase the cap? I don't understand. I, that. I guess because they have to increase budgets for inflation and all that. But shit. who like approves that? Like don't, like, there's a board of directors, I guess. but don't the people who approve them, their status as a nonprofit have to do like a reevaluation every time they do that. Or does that not count? Well, I think that's what happens is like, They'll say, okay, how much did you get last year? Like, how much were you given in yearly, whatever their funding is? Yeah. And they look at it. They look at what they spent. They look at how much the price of everything costs. And then they have to adjust that for the next year for inflation, right? Mm. So it looks like they've done that so much from 20, whatever, early early aughts until 2021 that the person went from three hundred thousand to two million dollars a year yeah, as a nonprofit CEO, and they said that like out of all of the major hospital systems, it's not abnormal for the CEOs to be making at least one million dollars. Wow, that's wild for nonprofit organizations. Shit, it's just like a fucking dumb title. Yeah, take care of Maya. That was a nonprofit, right? What? Take care of Maya. What is that about? It was a fucking that mom that offed herself because uh, she couldn't see her daughter that went to the hospital or whatever. In Florida. Since COVID. No, remember like her daughter had like some stomach fucking thing, and they were giving her like some type of like drink, and the dad was like, "She needs this so she can like not be in pain." Is it morphine or some shit? And then the like the hospital called. Uh, the child services and they came and took the kid away and then the mom like off oh fuck i forgot about that documentary damn yeah i remember it now yeah was that a non-profit i don't know i'm sure it was whatever let's Who's change the subject for? um 
Did you get all that stuff out from that stuff? I mean, yeah, other than it's fucked up. Don't give your money to Chop. Yeah. Because they're not even, like, spending it on charitable charitable things. Yeah. They're saying in the last three years, this woman has made more money in one year than they've given to charities. Well, maybe she's donating the money personally to charity. Do you ever think of that? I don't know, Miss fucking, let's hear, let's hear your name. No, don't say your name. Yeah, we can call her out. Madeline uh, Bell. Blah, 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 blah. You're on notice. Uh, the PA fugitive was caught. Oh, hell yeah. A bunch of dogs ratted him out. The dude stole a gun. Uh, there was some gunfire with the guy who owned the gun. Guy who got away. Uh, he stole a white van, I think, at some point. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he was in a pile of sticks, and a dog caught him. And They did wacky races? Yeah, they got him. He's in jail now. He's so. back in jail. Into that one. Uh... He Lauren, was for three weeks. I'm surprised he stayed in such a small radius. Yeah, he's an idiot. Why the fuck would you do that? I would have been out of the country. Yeah, in like three days. Right. Like, just don't and stop running. At first, they made it seem like the dude shaved his head. Yeah. But they caught him with braids. Oh. Do you remember seeing those pictures that they were like, he's now changed his appearance? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they, but when they well, caught he shaved him, his face. Braids. He shaved no, his this face. dude was like, show. He, he didn't have a hood on, and he had a bald head and a bald face. Mm. And they were like, just listen up. This person changed their appearance. You think they caught the a- wrong guy, or cloned him? Oh, maybe they cloned him. Yeah, just to say they caught him. Because did you see the fucking show they made out of the arrest? It was like pictures. Like they had, they had him posed. With, like, blood all over him. Really? With, like, 50 fucking officers. You didn't see that picture? I didn't see any of the pictures. Oh, yeah. my God. We got to find it. That's But hilarious. it was, like, I mean, major photo opportunity. Major <laughs> back the blue moment. Yeah, yeah. Even though the dog caught him. Um, The dog. The dogs caught him. Yeah. Not the dog, though. Well, I was actually, I thought the dog was going to get him. He put his two cents in there. He did. And then he got caught. So <laughs> the dog put his sniffers out. He sent his boys to do his work. <laughs> um, it's been a crazy week for people getting canceled for crazy shit. Uh, Lauren Bobbert, that Republican. Uh, crazy bitch. From Colorado. She got thrown out of fucking uh, a theater production of Beetlejuice <laughs> for vaping. For vaping and jerking off her date. So uh, she's a Colorado Republican. She was escorted from the theater after complaints of her uh, to be uh, of her behavior during the performance. Uh, CCTV footage shows her vaping and committing lewd sex acts with her date while seated. And uh, I guess they were, like, escorted away from the audience. And she was, like, giving people the middle fingers and stuff. She said the vapes were part of the show. Yeah, she said, <laughs> yeah, they were like, what? You, you were vaping. We saw you. She said, no, that, that was the fog machine That was the, the fog machine, you fucker. Now turn around <laughs> while I jerk this guy off. <laughs> Yo, that bitch is a congresswoman? Mm, I think she's just, like, a state representative. What the fuck does that mean? I don't know. She represents. What do they represent? <laughs> I thought she was married. Uh, apparently not. Apparently she's on the prowl. Or are her husband still in a very healthy relationship? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know. Well, it doesn't matter. She's but out she's there. still the goddamn state representative. They took Pee Wee off the air immediately. Well, 
And he was at a goddamn sex theater. Yeah, and there was no proof that he actually did that. They got her on tape. They with, got her on tape with in the a dude. kid's show. Yeah, is it a kid's show, though? Beetlejuice is for everyone. Yeah. Yeah. They kicked her out, though. She was very upset. Um, <laughs> I want to hear what fucking Fox News has to say about that. We haven't heard it yet today. They're, yeah, they're probably not going to talk about it at all. Yeah, well, get the fuck out. Oh, shit, never mind. I'm at, I'm at CNN. CNN. I forget which side these guys are on sometimes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going to get worse when uh, these, like, fucking debates I can't are wait till it. I can't wait till it. This is like the, it's the been a championships while. for me. You know, it's like it's like the ultimate comedy championships. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, this is when we're going to get... the most hilariously unreal thing and still get elected to lead the free world. Yeah, we're going to get all the cool <laughs> nicknames for everybody now, too. What do we got? Dark Brandon? We got Meatball Ron. Meatball Ron. Ron the Sanctimonious. I think it should be Ron the... <laughs> um... What's that one guy's name with the big teeth? Matt Gates. No, no, no. The one that's uh, like Doug Tussin or something. Doug Tussin. He's the one fucking guy that made it onto the Republican debate. Oh. Three tours ACL. Oh, uh, Rob Orenthal Tussin. Rob Bo Tussin. <laughs> that's not his name. That wasn't him. Nah, it was like fucking uh, Ludwig von. Okay. Um, we saw, do you want to talk about that shark exploitation uh, documentary we watched? Like, first of all, before we do, talk to me about what the exploitation part of things means. So when they refer to something, particularly as a genre of movies, as a exploitation, yeah. it's uh, like a movie that's based off of uh, like a certain trope that you will see in like whatever they're referring to, right? Okay. So like a sexploitation movie would be like a movie where they show a lot of titties. Um, there was a lot of uh, black exploitation movies that came okay. out in like the 60s and 70s, which they got that name, but in reality it was just, uh, a, you know, a bunch of black people on the cast. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they just called it black exploitation for some reason. Because uh, it sounds way worse than the context. Yeah, you think yeah, yeah. Black exploitation is like shit. They were doing that in the seventies. Well, I guess in the but and then you get into the further context of like, well, they were doing that because main, no mainstream, mainstream they had no way to do like those type of movies. Okay. So like that was the only way to get something artistically out there in that type of medium. Um, but yeah, there's different types of exploitations, right? So we saw this one documentary that uh, focused on shark exploitation movies. Yeah. Uh, like Jaws and... Jaws. Uh, Orca. Yeah, Sharknado, all that shit. House Shark. Got House a shark. shark. Got a shout out on there. <laughs> Yo, funniest movie I've ever seen. Um, But yeah, uh, what did you think about that? Well, I like, first of all, I love ocean documentaries. So yeah. when you told me shark exploitation, I was like, yes. I thought yeah. it was going to be another sea spiracy. And then so when it started, I was like, oh, it's like one of these fucking nerdy filmmaker fucking movies. Oh, I'm sorry. But after a little bit, I got into it. I was like, oh, this is interesting. <laughs> um, because you don't, like, it's, it's easier to notice tropes and things, like, when you look at those exploitation films. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the tropes, I feel like they're more obvious. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. I had no idea what jumping the shark meant until we watched that. Which is wild to me, because I feel like that's a term that's been out for, I've like, heard 
the term, but you I never, never knew what knew. it meant. I never knew what the fucking uh, genesis of that was. It has to be before that moment, though. What do don't you mean? You think, don't you think it has to be before the moment in Happy Days? Well, they just use that as the, the, the litmus test. Point. Yeah, but like I guess if you're a fan of the show, you could say like it happened way before then. I don't know, because I, I never really watched it like that. But What do you mean it happened way before then? You just asked like if it uh, the jump the shark moment in Happy Days happened before they actually jumped the shark, right? Is that what you were asking? What me? the fuck does jump the shark mean? What the? F- I thought you said you know what it means. Now. I guess I don't. Okay. <laughs> so jumping the shark is a term that they use for uh, when a show or like a trend has uh, lost its uh, welcome in society. Okay. So in happy, like in, in the medium of like television, they say something jumped a shark when it's been around too long. So okay. in happy days, they use the example of Fonzie literally jumping a shark in a leather vest uh, on water skis as the moment <laughs> when happy days was like, you know, over but, with. Okay. But what I was saying was, if you're a fan of the show, maybe that moment came way before then. Like, I don't, I don't know. I never really watched a show like that, so. But what's the moment of jumping the shark if it's not jumping the shark? I don't know. They would have called it something else, like, oh, so man. So the term jumping the shark came from Happy that sh- Days. That show's, really, uh, shark. that show's really Arnold fell down. That's what I'm saying. Like, so did that the term jumping the shark came from that. Yes, you said this when we started this segment. But then when you started to talk about it, I was like, wait a minute. So wait, jumping the shark was a thing before they jumped the shark. So wait, what did you think it meant? I honestly didn't know. Oh, I you thought were it was just, just like a weird trope that they did in, <laughs> in different shows. Because they did it on Reno 911. You remember the one where Dangle like tries to jump over that small fish tank and then yeah. he gets cut up with it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're like baby sharks in well, there. Well, I think he actually explained everything that I just explained in that uh, <laughs> segment that they did. So Did he? Yeah. So they were acknowledging that they'd been around too long? Yeah, that was the point of the joke. Oh, man. Did we jump the shark in this episode? Uh, we might have when we were talking about uh, that stuff earlier. What stuff? Um, what was that stuff about the thing? Oh, yeah, goddamn. That stuff. I don't even know what the fuck you're talking about, man. I don't either. Uh, it was a pretty interesting documentary. We found out that they killed a bunch of sharks for like a bunch of those movies that came that out back then. That bummed me out. Yeah, that yeah. That bummed me out. I was like, they did that for the movie, and they, they said that the one shark killed a guy in the movie. And like, they what, used and the they footage. <laughs> and then they used the the footage as fucking advertising as to like why people should come see like. A person get actually killed. Yeah, it came out before Jaws. I think it was a Burt Reynolds movie. It came out before Jaws, and then they re-released it after Jaws came out and was super popular. Yeah. Because they wanted to capitalize on that, so... Yeah, it was fucked. Oh, the other thing I thought was fucked up was like when they had sharks that they were using for movies that they like fucking took their teeth out. Oh, yeah. I had yeah. no idea they did that. Yeah, me neither. I do remember seeing footage in certain like really low-budget shark movies where the sharks would look like they had no teeth in their mouth, though. And I'm like, oh, okay, that's how they did But back then, I didn't know, like, 
they took the teeth out themselves. You know what I mean? Like, I thought it was like, oh, they got this shark that doesn't have teeth to be like a stunt actor in movies or whatever. Is that a thing, though? No, I think, I think they... There are sharks that don't... Like, sand sharks, I think? They yeah, I think... No, I think they find sharks with teeth and then take them out and then... <laughs> How do you sit them? there and fucking goddamn remove a shark's teeth? I don't know. Like, if sharks can't stay still, literally, how, how do you get there? <laughs> well, I guess you can sedate them, right? I've seen them use, like... You know so what they, they hire like a veterinarian to like come work on the set probably to not. like probably not. I mean if they are in the union probably. <laughs> or they get uh, like fishermen to to like fish the sharks. They probably like pull out their teeth and then throw them back before they die. Do you remember uh what the ambulances used to use before they got those like roller bed things? It was like two sticks with like a piece of cloth in the middle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they got one of those that they can use in the ocean. That's like two like metal sticks with like a big like rubber thing in the middle yeah and they basically like they tranked the shark and then they put that thing underneath it and then you can bring it on board and keep it like wet oh yeah and then do whatever but you're supposed to use that for good things not to remove their teeth to make it easier to film, <laughs> to film. that's so fucked up and i guess like a lot of people by the end of the movie were like jaws and, like, some of its, like, subsequent films did a lot to, like, make people fearful of sharks. And, like, yeah. it took a lot to maybe, like, retrain humanity. Yeah. That sharks were not, like, as dangerous as... Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, not that they're not as dangerous, but, like, people act like people were actively hunting them. Yeah, because they thought that if you got rid of them, then people could go in the ocean safely or whatever the fuck. Yeah, yeah. Um... But then they were talking about how, like, all those, like, tribes that, like, all those cultures that, like, evolved around uh, different bodies of water where sharks were, they all had, like, different uh, cultures, but they all shared the same thing where they, like, respected sharks. It wasn't that they feared them or, like, thought of them as, like, lesser than. It was, like, they're, they're a thing that, like, exists and you got to deal with. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was pretty cool. But for some reason, that message got lost along the way. Maybe thanks to Jaws. <laughs> yeah, I think that it was thanks. And then there was just, I think what happened was, they said what started it was in a few different, like, newspaper articles, there were stories about shark attacks. And I guess that, yeah. like, created, like, uh, like, a scare in people. And that, yeah, yeah. like, made different artists write stories or whatever that eventually got, like illustrated of right. people being attacked by sharks but like in an exaggerated way yeah yeah and that started the whole pa panic and then people were out there fucking just murdering sharks yeah so yeah it's pretty fucked up yeah it's fucked up i think that's why we have shark week yeah but that's like just as responsible right because they have all these like shows where they're like killer megalodon fucking you know what i mean surviving a great white shark attack and but it's like, i feel like they still do something to like uh instill in people that like these are like needed creatures yeah yeah and to make people like not hate them as much like even though they're you know crazy strong like the same way that guy was getting the dog to like attack that piece of meat oh i'm billy the exterminator yeah 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 we watch fucking billy the exterminator like every saturday and sunday that and duck dynasty that and duck dynasty <laughs> and like 
it's like the fucking weirdest show. I just, I can't believe it still exists. Yeah. Well, he wouldn't exploit any sharks, I feel like. No, but the fucking alligator they caught today was like, I don't know, 70 years old and like 20 feet long. So the, the deputy had to fucking put a bullet in his brain. Yeah, you get a fine if you let them go. It's crazy, right? Like, That's wild. Yeah. But also, you're only allowed to hunt them like in specific months. Mm. So, I don't know. There's some weird like regulation laws there. But yeah, yeah. This this documentary was pretty interesting. Um, I don't. Would you ever make a shark movie? Maybe if it was something like House Shark or something like that, like yeah. as as the trope, then I would do it. But like not serious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? You, like, you um, wouldn't make like a Deep Blue Sea, but no. you'd make like a comedy about it. I think so. Yeah, yeah. What would be like a zomb? Zom- they've already did zombie sharks. They did zombie sharks, they did toxic sharks, they did swamp sharks. Maybe like virus sharks? They that's one on Tubi already. Oh shit, really? Yeah, that's Damn. one. Damn. Yeah. They pretty much covered all of them. They covered all of them, yeah. One was like electric, one was like in a hurricane. Gas sharks? Uh, ghost shark. Ghost shark, yeah. yeah. Um, they're doing that with like T Rex too. I feel like that's like another like, is there a dinosaur exploitation genre? There is, but it's not as big. As vast? Because uh, dinosaurs, we don't know what they sounded like or, or looked like, right? So everything that came, like, from, like, dinosaur stuff all kind of came from uh, Steven, what's his name? Oh, shit, that was Spielberg, too. Oh, just uh, controlling the narrative out there about fucking lizards. Jurassic Park and fucking Jaws. Because you know what I was saying? What I was just thinking about was, like, it's interesting to me when they were talking about Orca, how they ended up making the Orca being, like, sympathetic to people that were watching it because the people killed the Orca's the baby, baby yeah. Yeah. after the Orca, like, basically saved that dude that was swimming. Yeah, from, from the, the shark. shark. Yeah, yeah. And um, that made the Orca, like, sympathetic. and. Yeah. Like, recently, the orcas that have been, like, biting off people's rudders on their boats yeah. have been because another orca got hit by a rudder and hurt or killed or something like that. Yeah. So now the orcas all know, like, bite the shit off of these boats so it doesn't hurt us. Yeah. I think and we talked about it before, how they can, like, uh, take a piece of information and convert it into a song. Yeah. And then basically sing that song and then... It transmits throughout the ocean, and yeah. then other pods of orcas and whales pick it up and translate it, and then now they have a new piece of information that they can use. But it's also like genetic memory too, right? That like too, that's yeah. how these things like. So what what's interesting to me is that they never attributed attributed anything like that to sharks or anything mm. that was like cold blooded, like a lizard or yeah, yeah. I guess because the brains like were different, yeah. It's just it's just interesting. Like, do we know that? Like, do do things that are like uh, cold blooded or whatever that is? Like, do they have a different type of brain? Like, yeah, altogether? like fish, fish compared to mammals. Yeah, definitely. Like, you can compare a, a fucking a large bass to like a, a a dolphin, and a dolphin will have like more electrical neuron connections than the bass will. Well, that's not what I mean, though. But they can still show. Are they, they're able to show signs of sentience, right? Um, like in some way. Yeah, it depends. Like different countries have a different threshold of what they consider sentience to be. So that's why uh, the UK was able to attribute sentience, quote unquote, to octopuses and I think squids. 
Yeah. But the rest of the world doesn't necessarily adhere to that because that's like the UK's rule. That's their standard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so weird. Yeah. But I feel like it's very like it's there's not much um whatever about about things that are cold blooded having any kind of sentience. And I don't know if they don't look into that. Yeah. Or it's like maybe they just express it differently like fucking autistic people. Yeah. Yeah, true. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. I don't know. That was just a thought I had. Um speaking of the UK, uh We'll do this last story, then we'll get out of here. Um, the UK banned a specific breed of dog. And that was? Uh, let me see here. Uh, it's the American XL Bully Breed. Is um, it XL, Yeah, it's specifically the American XL Bully Breed. And that's why? Uh, it was linked to a number of fatal attacks, and this is the first ban... Uh, of a specific species of dog since uh, 1991. In 1991, the UK passed the Dangerous Dog Act that banned specific breeds of dogs that they deemed to be too dangerous. Uh, so there was four on there, and then they they included those four in 1991, and then they haven't included any new ones until this year, where they included the American XL Bully. Uh, you want to hear what the four ones are that they yeah. banned? Um the Fila Brasileiro, I think it's like a Brazilian dog. Hello. F-I-L-A-B-R-A-S-I. Okay. L-E, whatever. Oh, that's the biggest shit. Look at that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're kind of okay. like mastiffs, right? Yeah, they look like that. Yeah. Uh, look up this next one. Uh, Dargo, Dago Argento, Argentino, D-O-G-O-A-R-G-E-N-T-I-N-O. Okay. It's from Argentina. Those, oh, it, yeah, okay. That yeah. looks just like one of the bully. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a Japanese Tosa. Okay. Let's see what those look like real quick. And the last well, one it's is... wild. These these are coming up right away, so they must know we're talking about uh, band breeds of dogs. Yeah. That's a cute dog. Yeah, it's kind of cute. And the last one, you don't have to look it up, is a Pitbull Terrier. Pitbull um, Terrier? That's banned? Yeah, it's banned. Uh... So the American XL Bully was the first bred... It was first bred in the 1990s. Um, It's thought to be a result of breeding of several breeds, including the American Pitbull Terrier. Uh, They were first introduced into the UK uh, around 2014. So these dogs haven't been around that long. So they first were recorded as being bred in the 1990s. Okay. And they first appeared in the UK, like, massively in 2014. Um, and back then the puppies were selling for thousands of dollars. Oh, shit. Um, six of the ten fatal dog attacks in the UK last year were linked to XL bullies, and at least three of the seven this year were linked to the same breed. Um. What were the other four linked to? I didn't look those up. Uh, (laughs) the the dangerous dog, oh, here, listen to this shit, though. The Dangerous Dog Act states that banned dogs can be seized by the police and immediately destroyed. Oh, no. Unless the owner applies for an exemption from the court. Uh, The process is similar to adopting a human. Uh, The owner must be, or the dog must be deemed uh, not a danger. The owner must be deemed fit and proper. uh, And the dog must be neutered and uh, microchipped. Just like they do to uh, orphan kids. You got to neuter them and microchip them. Uh, 
exemptions come with conditions such as the dog must be muzzled and leashed in public at all times. And the owner of the dog, if the dog is on the ban list uh, and they get one of these exemptions, uh, the owner must have specific insurance to cover any injury or death caused by the dog. Okay, so right, did you see the fucking uh, article that says man killed in Stonehall by XL Bully? No. Yeah, this was yesterday, so this is probably why they oh, came out. Oh, that's why they did it man. today? Yeah. yeah. It took a day, so, huh? It took one day. Oh, this dude was 52 years old. What? What's the story? A man Morning who died glory. after suffering multiple injuries is in, is in an attack by two suspected American bully XLs has been named as whatever. He was left in critical condition after being attacked by the dogs in Stonehall near Walsall, Staffordshire. Um, he died at the hospital... Uh, That's it? What? Hold on a second. It says that a man from Lickfield has been arrested on suspicion of manslaughter, said the police. Oh, because it's his dog? It has been given a further 10 hours to question the suspect. He had initially been arrested on suspicion of being in charge of dogs dangerously out of control, causing injury. Prime Minister Rishi Sunak. Oh, that's the name of the fucking prime minister there? Yeah. I'm the, like, who the fuck is Rishi Sunak? Yeah, that Boris guy's gone. Oh. Because he was partying during COVID. He's partying too hard? Yeah. Damn. <laughs> so anyway, he's pledged to be in that dog because it's a danger to communities. Uh, one of the dogs died after being restrained, and the other dog died after an injection was given by a vet. Dude. Um, that's like... Eugenics for dogs. Yeah. It's pretty fucked up. Because it's not really... I mean, there's no, like, animal that's, like, bred to be like that. Like, they, they say they are, but no dog is born naturally like a fucking asshole. You know what I mean? Yeah. You have to turn them into that. Yeah, I don't know. Like, it's weird. Like, there was another dog... It happened, like, a couple... Maybe years ago. I don't know. But there was, like... a. I think they were bulldogs, like something like this, but they ate like an infant. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. And then a child. Remember, they killed both kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's fucking weird to me. Like, they don't, most dogs don't do that shit. I think a couple but, months ago, some lady got like all fucked up by some dog. Yeah. I used to work um, as a waitress and this girl that I worked with, her, she had a, um, it wasn't a bulldog. It was a Rottweiler. Oh, I and, um, Her name was Princess. She was, like, it was totally, like, an innocent mistake, but she was playing catch with the dog. Yeah. And, like, while she was doing this, her mom was, like, laying on the couch. Yeah. And I guess the lady threw, like, whatever it was that they were catching, and it landed, like, on the couch next to the mom's face. Oh. And the dog went to grab it and ripped her whole top lip off. Oh. Yeah. And fucking Shit. swallowed it before they even knew anything happened. Swallowed it. Yeah. Ugh. She said her whole mom, her mom's whole face is fucked up. But she was like, she knew the dog didn't do it on purpose. So that's different. But like, it's weird to me that the dog would just murder two kids. You ever see that movie Teeth? The one with uh, teeth and the lady's vagina? Yeah, yeah. I never saw it. I saw the fucking like cover. There's a, a part in there where she's being uh, like assaulted, I think by her brother or some person. Uh-huh. Uh, and then her uh, nether regions bite off, it bites off the guy's nether regions and spits it out. And then the guy's dog goes over and eats it on camera. Oh, the dog ate the dick? The dog ate the dick on camera. Oh, shit. Yeah, it's pretty hilarious. But, like, dogs normally wouldn't... They don't eat humans, right? No. Like, do wolves? Like, if a wolf caught you out in the fucking woods by yourself, would they kill a person and eat it? 
I think what happens in most of those like situations with wild animals is the wild animal is probably hungry. It smells the food that the humans have, like chips, whatever the fuck it is, right? Mm -hmm. They go up to the humans. The human, nine times out of ten, probably gets startled. They bring out some type of gun or, like, spray or they try to hit them or punch them or yell or something. The animal gets freaked out and the animal's like, what the fuck? You know what I mean? And then once it gets to that situation where, like, uh, it's too much noise, I feel like the animal's going to attack you. You know what I mean? But... But, okay, say, okay, take that situation away. Yeah. You're just walking through the woods, you're by yourself, it's the middle of the night, and you come upon a hungry wolf. Yeah. You're not trying to fuck with the wolf. Yeah. But is the wolf wolf hungry enough, is he going to eat you? I don't think so. I think... So, fucking... Well, first of all, if you come across alone, like, a wolf by itself... Yeah. It'll attack you just because it's probably, like, fucked up mentally. Because wolves are supposed to be in a pack. Oh, so if shit. you find it by itself, that means it was like, uh, like ostracized from whatever pack it was part of. Oh. So those are like, like what Near do you call it? Girls. Yeah, <laughs> those are like uh, you can't really uh, like know what they're how they're gonna react when they come across like people. Like white fang. Yeah, but if you come across like a pack of wolves, I don't think they'll attack you unless you're like covered in honey or some shit like that. The only thing, like the only example I have of that is um, from Beauty and the Beast when Belle's like running through the forest and yeah. like the fucking wolves come out. Don't they kill one of them? Uh, or at least Gas- you know? Gaston killed them, right? He Did was... Gaston kill them? Yeah, didn't her... That's... Well, what happened? Like her dad's uh, uh, fucking... Uh, what do you call it? Romani caravan fell fell into the woods. Oh shit! And uh, and then he was like surrounded by the wolves, and then they were about to get him, and then the beast showed up and like took the wolves out. Yeah. And then took the dad back to the castle, and then got Gaston came out and like killed one wolf, I think, but it was like a baby or some shit. What a bitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a bitch move. He is a bitch. Yeah. Fuck Gaston. Yeah. Fuck that whole story. I love that cartoon though. Beauty and the Beast? Yeah, it was pretty good. It was a then. cartoon? What are you talking about? The movie? Yeah. It was a, wasn't the movie a cartoon? Yeah, I thought you meant, like, you know how sometimes movies have, like, a cartoon spinoff? Oh. No. There wasn't, like, a series. No, there was, yeah, there were plenty of Beauty and the Beast series. I don't know if there was a cartoon. There was one on the CW when, uh, fucking, that Vampire Diaries was out. I think it was called The Beast. I remember. I remember when they had like. There's one of them where the beast was like he he didn't turn into a beast. He just got like tattoos or some shit. (laughs) He just got domestically violent. Yeah, you remember that? No. Like he didn't grow any hair. I think he just got like like tribal tattoos all over his body. No, what I remember is um, just a couple years ago when they made the new like live action Beauty and the Beast and made the beast like hot. Oh, Emma, what's her name? Stone or Roberts? The Harry Potter lady, right? I don't fucking know which one that is. Yeah. They made the beast hot in that one? He was, like, kind of hot. What was it? What was the actor? He was, like, hot, like, uh, Carlos from Down for Love. Oh, okay. So it's like, oh, I get it. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I if know. I was, like, alone in an isolated castle and there was, like, Sur- nobody else in the world. Surrounded by wolves and talking furniture? Yeah. I might I mean, do it. <laughs> if... if Fucking talking knife to my throat. Wait, you know? did he? Okay, here we go. Did you 
Did you actually watch that live action? No, I never did. Yeah. I only saw the... Uh, I didn't see it either. The, uh, what is it called? The pictures that they show you beforehand? Uh, the trailer? Yeah, that. I oh, saw okay. that. You gotta stop watching just the trailer of things <laughs> and then making your assumption about what it's about. That's how... That's what every teacher told me about uh, my book reports. What, it was just the trailer of just it? Basically. I just basically only read the trailer of every book I ever read. Like the back, uh, what do yeah, you call like it? The back, like the first two chapters, like the middle two, and then the last two. You know where I used to get a lot of the information or from? Or Spark Notes. I used to get it notes. from, like, some of them, the books would have, like, forewords, like, mm-hmm. written by, like, other authors or whatever. And in those forewords, they'll describe the book. But the teacher isn't looking at, like, that as something that people would get stuff from. So I would just, like, copy word for word sometimes what it said in the foreword. Yeah. And they would be like, wow, I could tell that you read the book because there were some details in here that you wouldn't know unless you read the book. And I'm like, yeah, bitch. (laughs) Don't look at page three in Roman numerals in the front of that book. (laughs) I definitely got all the Cliff's notes I could get my hands on. Wait, did they... every movie I could get my hands on. Hold on. Why did they used to have in books, like... The number of the page, but also in the beginning, it was like the number of the page, but in Roman numerals. I don't know. Do you remember that? I do remember that, yeah. Maybe to distinguish, like, the foreword from the book. Like, in order to still number the pages, but... I never fucked with Roman numerals, and I'm still not fucking with them. You never fucked with books, either. No. <laughs> I fucking want you to read them and shit. Like, give me that information faster than that. Yeah, put it in a trailer. That's what we need. Exactly. Put it in a fucking meme, and I will memorize it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thank you for tuning in to another episode of Actual Comedy Presents, an actual podcast. I'm Angel Ace. And I'm Erin. And we will catch you guys on the flip side. Hell yeah. See ya. Peace. really stink. We were just singing the baby to sleep. Wake up, little Betty Bies. Have you been Betty Bies? It was waking me up. When I lay me down to sleep. When the soul identifies with Maya, it forgets. Thus, the soul is temporarily in darkness. It is deluded, and it dreams the mortal dream. Becoming increasingly involved and confused, the soul remains bound up with the world the intuitive faculty becomes suppressed and its perception of truth blotted out.